We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You guys now have the second highest winning percentage on the road of it. You know, I think all these Celtics have a better winning percentage on the road. What do you make of why you guys have played so well on the road? Well, I think to win, it's your defense, it, your rebounding, and keeping your turnovers down. That puts you in position to win. So, and if we keep doing what we're doing offensively, where you know we're creating rhythm for each other, we're going to be we're going to score plenty of points. You know, so we have to understand what goes into winning, and then how you win. And each game is different. Like what what's that? Like win streaks don't mean anything. This game won't mean anything in our next game. You know, you, you got to start all over, put the work into preparation, and then when the ball goes up, be ready to go. So it doesn't mean anything to you that you now have the longest winning streak in the NBA? Uh, nope. <laughs> all right. Jonathan Francois. What is your, it's like me, French. Uh, what is your current prediction for how the Knicks, <laughs> you like that one? That was good. Thank you. Here all day. <laughs> for how the Knicks finish the year. Top six playing fall off a cliff. LOL. Um, if we had to put the imaginary million dollar chip, what would you go with right now? I man. So also, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say top six. Top six. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna say it. I can't now, believe I just said that. I would like to ride the high and also say top six. If I'm being safe, what goes up comes down. I do think this team won't have as far a drop this time. Um, and whatever the drop looks like is a team that's above average. So I would say the playing, but I think the Knicks will be hosting it, like that worst hosting the seven as a seven eight. That's but that's that's just so it's shit. like it's a six between between six and seven. Yeah, and that's the chicken shit answer. And right. So you went with the because I, I didn't want to give the chicken ride shit. The high. Yeah. And I just want to make a couple observations. Brooklyn Nets, winners of six in a row, mm-hmm. nine and one in their last ten. Philadelphia 76ers, winners of four in a row, seven and three in their last ten. Then you got the Knicks. Then you got you know who? Andrew's favorite team. He has mm-hmm. a closet. Is he had to build a new closet in his in his in um his apartment that he lives at now because the one closet wasn't enough for all of the heat jerseys that he owns. Winners of four in a row. Um, you didn't say the team. Heat. I said heat. heat I didn't hear the team. Yeah. Probably because I purposely blacked that out that you, you, you want to talk about really who loves the Miami heat. 
Mr. Macri, the number one uh, president of the Pat Riley fan club. Of course, the president of the power. I, I will never apologize for that. That dude is most significant non-player in NBA history. Wait, <laughs> the most significant non-player in NBA history. As far as I'm between coaching and front office, you mean like okay, so you're going coaching front. Okay, you're not like non-commissioner. The only non- co- the only competition is Jerry West, as far as I'm concerned. As far as front office, I, uh, and I get it. no, that's not fair. Red Auerbach is pretty okay. In the last 50 years. Let's go Jerry Buss, too. How's that? Giving a lot of credit to the owner there. Yes, I am. Read, read Showtime. I, listen, he's the most important owner in NBA history in terms of like the effect that he had on his, the franchise. That's like saying, was Steinbrenner that important to the Yankees? Well, he wasn't, wasn't great for the Yankees for a while there. But you, the Yankees became like, a brand again because Steinbrenner brought bought them. Jerry Buss, the Lakers were laughed at and were not like as significant a brand. They were just a, a doorstep. Okay. To- my my top three in some order in all uh-huh. of NBA history: Auerbach, Buss, Riley, and I'm putting West fourth. Okay. Again, Greg, this is non Popovich would like a word, but I I understand. Greg Popovich has lean. said it. Greg Popovich has said it himself. What am I if I if Tim Duncan is not here. That's those are what he what, said. What is Pat Riley if Magic Johnson is Kareem Abdul Jabbar and gets lucky and drafts Dwayne Wade, even though he wanted to draft Chris Bosch? <laughs> question Pat at your own volition. I um so I shouldn't question Duncan Robinson ninety million dollars. Oh my god. I shouldn't question guy James makes one Johnson. guy makes one bad on waiter. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, I forgot Kelly Olenek. Yeah, brought uh, back a 41 win team and lucked out that Jimmy Butler wanted to live in Miami. He's had, he's had some, he's had some <laughs> not, not great moments. Kyle, like, listen, we're like a month away from Kyle Lowry 60 for two or 60 for three isn't looking great. Or well, it's probably more than that now that I think about it. Regardless, yeah, three, for, three for 90. Three like, for 90. That's yeah. all guaranteed. Yes. That's all guaranteed. Yes. The great Pat Riley, ladies not and gentlemen. Great. Not great, Pat. Um, busy. Don't completely dismiss the guy who said that Julius Randle's defense only lasted one game. Uh, Julius Randle and RJ did mess up a few rotations on defense. Still decent, though. We need them to keep it up. Yeah, like that's not my judge, or that's not how I judge Julius Randle. Like Julius Randle is going to make some errors in in coverage and in in switches and like uh, again, he, he he. I think he's been closing out a lot better, but like he's not. Quentin Grimes or Deuce McBride on closeouts. Um, but again, and maybe this maybe we should stop giving him uh the the bet like what what do we what do we call it? We're well oh, grading him on a curve. Maybe we should stop grading him on a curve, but compared to where Julius Randle was defending for most of the season, I mean it's night and day. This was the the comment I was gonna stick around for because when you said when you pushed back on I forget what who's the commenter's name was that Julius Randle's defense was great tonight. I don't know if you felt the same way I did until the final couple minutes, but like Neesmith was, was taking it to him tonight. That's, that's a guy. Yeah. But if a guy like that is going to get hot from deep, like what, you know, it's Aaron Neesmith. Like that is the guy in the, I don't know if like the game plan specifically was like, it, I'm sure it wasn't like letting Neesmith beat us, mm-hmm. but I guarantee it was like, you know who's not beating us? Tyrese Halliburton's not beating us tonight. Ben Matherin's not beating us tonight. Buddy Heel's not beating us tonight. 
if 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 Aaron Nismith's beating you, and like, yeah, it, it is tough for Julius Randle to stay to stay with a true wing to the point where he's going to get up on him possession after possession and be able to like avoid him drive because he's just not that level of defender. Yeah, I think my only take is just that I thought he was. I thought it was noticeable how much he was struggling with Neesmith, but then he made up for all of it with what he was doing on the boards and especially that last. There's a rebound he got against Neesmith where yeah. it was a it was a Miles Turner miss. Yeah, it was 104-103. It was a Miles Turner miss. And Neesmith gets the rebound. Julius like ripped it out of his hands. And it was like, okay, Nick's ball. And then you add in the six free throws, the two shots, the two uh, closeouts against Halliburton where he switched on to him. It's tough to say that all 45 minutes of potentially questionable looks from him on defense are gone. But this is the beauty of finishing a game like this. You are able to be like, you know what? He made the play. He made a lot of plays to help them win the game. You know, I think if a guy like Neesmith is gonna is gonna go off like that and have, I, I'm pretty sure this was his career high. Career high, yeah, yeah. Never had like, a game like this in his life. Apparently, according to the chat, that was Neesmith has never had a game like this in his yeah, life. Yeah, no, it's just if he's if a guy like that's gonna go off, like you, you tip your cat to a certain extent. But like, I think the reason I push back so hard on that initial comment is because it was questioning Julius Randle's effort, mm. which you can I don't believe you could question that in this game. And that's the the overarching thought I have from this week is like, he's back. Not like the, the we like hashtag we back. Like that's cute and all, but like I'm, he's trying again. Like the effort is there and it's all we've, we've said, like you can get the, like the numbers have been there for a while, especially offensively. And, but it's and, been tough to actually talk about them seriously because he's a turnstile. Yes. On defense. Now and the he's other, back. and the other part of it is, <clears throat> Even when his offense, even though he was efficient to start the year, I think there was still this feeling like as much as they might miss his creation a little bit on offense, this team would still make a lot more sense if you just got a big wing, true 3 and D guy to fill that starting power forward spot instead of Julius Randle. But now, Mm -mm. the way they're operating... I don't feel confident saying that anymore. Does it mean it's not still the right move? Potentially different conversation. But if you're talking about maximizing the team's potential right now, Julius Randle has got to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Kyle Turner. What's going on, Kyle? As far as New York sports, misery Olympics, Jets, Mets, and Knicks fans are probably all gold medal caliber. I don't want to talk about it. I I, I mean, can't say anything about the Mets. Mets have had a great, They've had a, a great offseason. There's an interesting article going around right now that just how close they were to the Car- Correa, the Carlos Correa sweepstakes. Okay. That they apparently, if they call, if Steve Cohen calls Scott Boris a day early and says like we want in, like we want the guy, then I, I think Carlos Correa is a Met. But because he called him a day <laughs> later, he was already so far into the negotiations with San Francisco that. It was like, listen, I gotta. We're we're so far down the road. Unless you're beating this offer, then Got you're it. out. Yeah, okay. Okay. and like the Rangers, throw that part in because right now my basketball team and my my hockey team are about to be on 14 consecutive wins combined. So, 
That is wild. You know, we won't talk about the football team. <clears throat> Best owner in sports, James Dolan. Yes. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Most winning owner in sports right now. <laughs> Steven Cordero. Um, New York Knicks have three 20-point scorers bookended by elite rim protectors, a, a elite rim protector, and versatile per- perimeter defenders. So starting five finally makes sense. Oh, a versatile perimeter defender, Grimes. Can't chase hypothetical star trades, and you need to complement the starting lineup. Um, that's one view. Um, I would push back, and I would say that there is a ceiling on this team right now, and I think the ceiling is that it's, well, I, I, I don't, I still don't love the fact that they struggle so much to generate consistent three-point shooting. Um, we are still talking about a team that has one guy in the starting five who wants to fire away consistently from behind the arc and hits enough of those shots to make you feel good about it. And by the way, like Grimes, we're still, you know, he still needs to do it for like a whole season and then another season after that and another season after that. Like, so that's the one. I just think you need that in, in the NBA today to compete at the highest of levels. That said, man, if there was ever a team that the way they're playing made you be like, man, maybe this team is built for playoff basketball for all the reasons we've been talking about because there's just such a fucking pain <laughs> to play. We were talking about this on the pregame, me and Mensa, that like every year there's that one team that doesn't have a superstar but wins more games than you expected and they're just a bitch to play in the playoffs. Last year, it was the Raptors. Ironically... Oh, I disagree. Two years ago, it was the Knicks. Let, Well, no, I was going to say last year it was the Grizzlies. But the they Grizzlies have had a star, star, though. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, so you could say Pascal Siakam is like is an All NBA guy, is a third team All NBA guy, but that team more their identity was like they're a bitch to play. They're like everybody's a wing, everybody's six eight, everybody can hit threes, and they switch everything. And the Knicks might be that team that's you know you don't want to see them in the playoffs, even if you're not predicting them to win the series. So I don't want to I don't wanna, I want to be very carefully how I word this because I don't want this to get clipped and make rounds and uh, make it look like I'm comparing Jalen Brunson to maybe the third or fourth best asset in the NBA right now. And uh, a guy who's probably going to finish top five in MVP and John Morant, not doing that, but what Jalen Brunson is able to do on offense, just the reliability that when he gets the ball in his hands and like, he works his thing. It doesn't look anything like Morant and what Morant does and the way he does it and the ferocity and all of those things. And by the way, he's an exquisite passer. Oh my God, his passing doesn't get nearly enough credit. All those things. It is different, but like with Brunson bookended by the rest of the guys that he's bookended by, I do wonder with him as the be- like the quote unquote best player on the playoff on a playoff team, can it look like the Grizzlies model? Even though, again, to be very clear, John Morant is one of one. There are no other John Morants, and not comparing anyone to him. That's all. That's the only thing I would, I guess, I would wonder. Thanks, Stephen. Uh, Janique Bradley. It's disheartening to see Emmanuel quickly be so indecisive out there on offense, especially since we drafted him. Because um, if he wasn't, because of he wasn't afraid to take big shots. What happened? I, I don't know. 
I don't I don't know. I thought I think he's been a little indecisive all season. I wonder if that had to do with his name coming up in the Donovan Mitchell stuff. Uh the fact that I think I think actually Ian Bagley's report from a few days ago on the I think it was on the putback where it was the first time we've explicitly heard it discussed or reported that quickly was uh discussed in trades over the summer. And I don't I didn't I don't believe that context to be like in the Donovan Mitchell trade. I, I think it was like other things. So like I don't know. Maybe there's just maybe the uh, maybe he's not responding well to the uncertainty. I don't know. Thanks, Junique. Equals peace. Fan cognitive dissonance regarding Tibbs is my favorite. I'm not going to say anything. John has a shit eating grin on right now for those listening on the podcast. What are I going to say? Everybody knows what I'm going to say. Yeah, they're playing well. The the coach deserves credit. The front office deserves credit. Everybody that we threw. Julius Randle deserves credit. A lot of people that Everybody wanted no more, no no part of, no more on this basketball team. A mere seven games ago are looking a little vindicated right now. Oh, my God. What? The Bulls gave up 150 points to the Wolves tonight. To the Wolves? That team, I wasn't here for either of those games, but man, the Bulls' body language is so... Like, it was almost an accident that they scored 120 points. Against us on on Wednesday, it's not what you want. Yeah, like listening um, to you talk to Jason about that team. That's just that. That's my fear of any type of panic trade the Knicks would have made, or if they had gone all in yeah. on Mitchell this offseason. Now I think the ceiling's a little bit different, so it's hard to compare the same situations. But like you're stuck when you don't have a lot of pivot moves like the Bulls do, except to tear it down. Like that's the only real pivot they have is to tear it down. There's no let's get better. There's no upgrade. Well, I, tear look, it down. There's always a let's get better. Who? No one's gonna take Levine. The only DeRozan no, no, trades that are out no, there, are like there's the a, Lakers. There's a, there's a there's a there is a Pat Williams plus salary plus they have the Blazers pick. Like maybe you try to swap. Vooch for something with that package. I got. I don't know. I. I. They shouldn't try to do that. Is the point? Mm-hmm. Tear it anyway. down's the real pivot. If they if they were to do it, oh, that's you what know? I would do if I were them. Anyway, uh, Jess Fernandez, what's going on, Jess? Hi all. This is Snood. All I wanted to. All I wanted was a win today for my birthday. What a great gift! So happy birthday, Snood. <laughs> it's great to hear from you. Yeah. Happy birthday, Snood. You now have to chime in with the Garcias. Yeah. Yes. That's a great nickname, by the way. That is, yeah. Snood. I know that it's, it's short for or a combination of, but... I mean, I call my wife D-Lo, so... Ah, D-Lo. I call my fiance Ro, so... There you go. There you go. Or Dr. P. <laughs> Dr. P. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Martinez. What's going on, Brian? What do we think happened to Randall to flip the switch like this? I, I don't know. I, we, I mean, we've talked about him switching more and he clearly likes that. He's in, more engaged. Um, do you want to say the theory we heard? We won't say who it's oh. from, but the theory we heard. I I didn't remember hearing this theory with you. We It's, it's our group chat with said place where the theory came from. Related to Obi? Yes. 
that Obi's not there anymore. Obi's not now there. he's Look not afraid of everybody cheering for his backup every time he leaves a game. Again, how many times do I quote Benji on these on these post games? Um, an emotionally volatile basketball player. I don't mm-hmm. think there's any disputing that. So, could that have something to do with it? I don't know. Yeah, no one's like upset when he like takes a shot or and isn't like pass it to the double teamed RJ or the not open RJ. You know, the no reason one groans wrote, when he goes to the scorer's table yeah. to check in anymore. You know, yeah. yeah. Now people are happy. Anyway. Uh, keep it going. Robert Cross with another one. First time, long time, John. Select 4-0. Tis the season to believe. Hashtag 53 wins. Hashtag 11 straight. Hashtag Santa Claus. Um, I still believe in Santa. I don't know that I believe in 11 game winning streaks. I hope those are famous last words. And I hope both are real. <laughs> Thank a, you. Real quick, there's a movie on Netflix right now called I Believe in Santa. That's great. It's like, it, it's a good drinking game for like how many times you roll your eyes. Like it's one of those Hallmark holiday movies, but it's on Netflix now. Um, that's great. Yeah. Um, Jess Fernandez, what's going on again, Jess? Happy birthday, Snood. On streak with guys off nights. Am I missing? What am I missing? Oh, Di- during the streak with when guys have off nights. Oh, different, different guys, guys stepping, stepping up, up each, each night. night. Okay. Yeah. Exciting to think of everything clicking at once. Imagine the possibilities. Hashtag 53 wins plus Robert. If Whoa. this team, if this team won 53 games, what would exactly 53? It can't be 54 or 52. <laughs> what would Robert Cross do? Uh, do we owe him royalties for the shirts we'd end up making? Hashtag 53 wins. I think we should start making the shirts now. And fuck Just now. Robert's not getting anything. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. To hell with him. He lives, he lives he a gets, happy life in San Diego. He doesn't he, need. He gets a thank you from us. For, it's a nicely worded thank you. Yes. A handwritten note. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Nick's Film School. 
Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, the WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to start winning. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. Dom the dentist. Imagine you're the G- GM. Oh, I like this already. And given a mandate to trade someone for something ha- slash one. Um, trade has to improve the team and include a rotation player. Who do you target? I got mine. I'm given a mandate to trade. The trade. Ha- so wait, it has to. In- do I have to include a rotation player from this t- from the current rotation? Someone for something. It has to improve the team. Oh, and include a rotation player. Yeah. I resign. Yeah, I was about to say. You leave me, leave this me alone, owner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I had to, it would be Hardenstein for something. I was about to say, Hardenstein is the easy answer right now. Um, Man. <sighs> it's the only, I think, it's only be a rotation player. Yeah. Oh, so if you want to trade the backup power forward, no, uh, no, I just, I just went through why that's a terrible idea, and it, it is a terrible idea. Um, it, but again, what the fuck are you getting for Hartenstein? Like, you, what are you trying to trade him to Golden State for? What are they going to give you? They're not going to give you anything good. Like, you're not getting. You know, you could, you could throw a, all the protected first round picks in there that you want, and you're not getting Kaminga. Um, it's also there's a salary issue there. Like, I don't know. You're trying to get moody. Uh, I, I don't, I just, it's, it's just, it's really hard to think of a, a trade that doesn't upset the apple cart in a way that fans are going to be upset about. So I don't have a great answer. I'm sorry, Dom. I'll think about that some more though. Dom Cappuccini. Breen mentioned that opposing coaches have said the Knicks play a smash mouth style. You're damn right. We do. Um, Hey, now. You're an all-star. <laughs> hmm. Deja vu in the words of John Wick. Yeah. I think I'm back. It's <laughs> great. Hashtag we back. Uh, it's, I think it's, I think, can that be the, maybe that's, that's the, a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. We New back. York, we back. New York, we back. It's the same shirt. We just adjusted to we back. We back. Ernie, get on it. <laughs> Thanks, Dom. Kevin Danishevsky, in my opinion, a little, a little doubt that Jalen Brunson is a top 10 point guard in the league right now. Not yet time to start having him uh, the him versus Trey conversation. Oh, but he has certainly passed the likes of CP3. I will say this: I believe I, I don't usually look at these lists, but for, I had I was like I had time to kill and nothing obvious to do at the moment, so I looked at the Ringers top 100 players list, mm-hmm. and I did happen to see Jalen Brunson to 51 and um, Chris Julius. Paul at 50. Oh, okay. Yeah. Julius was also on the list somewhere down there. And I was like, 
Huh. Chris Paul's not a better basketball player than Jalen Brunson. Not right now, he's not. Not anymore. Not right now, he's not. No. No, it's not changing anytime soon. Yeah. You know, we can't go back in time. Um, I don't know. I, I want to save my thoughts for when we do the point guard draft for, for Patreon. Um, but uh, he has to be in the conversation. Top 10. I mean, do you want to do it real quick? I it's no. Well, we got three more. Three super more super chats. chats? So I guess we could if we want to make this. All right, we'll close. We'll close with. We'll it. close with that. Yeah, because I want to think on this. Yeah. Um, Todd Green, if Tibbs likes a nine-man rotation, when Obi is healthy, does he go to ten? Nope. Because think about it. Who's the nine-man rotation right now? It's Jericho. Is the ninth man. So you're not playing Obi at small forward. Um, or does someone sit? I, I would guess that. I can't even hate saying these words out loud. That Sims sits. Talk about a guy. Talk about a guy that I want to see keep I stay on the basketball court. I love watching Sims play. His his switch, it's going to be, I'm going to put it in the newsletter tomorrow. The possession the other night when they, he switched onto Caruso. Oh, yeah. And and that's 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 the other thing. I hate going back to the RJ thing, but like Jericho Sims is a fucking massive human. And he could get up in Alex Caruso's grill and give him no room to fire away. What game was it that he switched on to? It was the the Denver game because he switched on to Jamal Murray. Yeah, we've seen this from him last like, year. The so Katie went for fifty, so it was tough to say he was successful. But he had 40, no, but 44 going into the fourth, and then Tibbs Tibbs was like, "All right, Jericho, you have one job. We're gonna blitz KD." At half court, and then you're gonna switch on to whoever now, they pass it to. Like we've that, seen his his intensity before. Yeah, and that dude's a special fucking athlete. He is yeah. a special. I mean, to say nothing of the the other part of his athleticism, which is that he jumps out of the gym. Um, I want to see him keep playing. Um, and th- the rest of the comment from Todd, Julius Randall and RJ can't last like this down the stretch. Um, you can reduce their minutes with a nine man rotation. The reason why they're playing so much right now is he wants to limit the Hartenstein Sims minutes because I just I don't think he wants to push it and like quite frankly I'm not sure I blame him as much as I like the pairing um, I agree they need to they have to be cognizant of minutes but I, I, I don't I don't know I don't know how you do that Dan Hidalgo, Brunson, Grimes, Barrett, Randall, Mitchell. What's the archetype player that complements this team the best? A Jason Tatum type? I mean, yeah. So, like, who am I swapping out? Basically. So if it's Tatum, then it's Barrett. Well, that's the thing is, it's like you're you're not slotting a bald a, a ball dominant superstar into the Grimes slot. You're just not that. that that's too many guys who want the ball and need the ball the whole thing, and then you lose your best shooter in the starting lineup. So it's basically are you slotting Tatum into the Barrett spot or are you slotting I mean, you could honestly, you could just as easily slot Tatum into the the Randall spot. Um, That's an interesting conversation. Which version of this team is better in a year, in two years, in three years? Tatum in for Randall or Tatum in for Barrett? Mm. I don't I don't feel confident saying one thing one way or the other right now. Do you think Tatum could guard fours consistently? He's a f- he plays the four. Well, now he, this season he has, but normally they've played. He's been a, he's been a four because think about it. It's 
it's been smart. Um, but they they haven't done Horford and Robert Williams next to him. Oh my God, who am I? For? No, they're, they, they're, and they're then Grant clo- Williams they're, is on there. Their closing lineup, where it's where it's uh, or the lineup they went to a lot last year. Smart, um, Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and now they have Brogdon, and you better believe you're going to well, see. Okay, they also switch everything, so it doesn't matter. Can he guard fours consistently? Because they're going to switch. Hey, Jason Tatum six nine. Yeah. I should know like, if he was built enough. That's all. Well, he, I mean, he guards the opposing team's best wing pretty much every night. Um, whatever. Jason Tatum could play any fucking position you want him to play. You're talking maybe the MVP of the league right now. So that's non Giannis division. He's no, he's the MVP right now. I would still, I still think my prediction is still that Giannis will, will win the award. You sure he's the MVP right now ahead of Giannis? I think he's the MVP right now ahead of Giannis. Yes. Even though the Bucks just passed the Celtics in the standings. Middleton was missing most of the year. Celtics got off to a head start and now they're struggling. Listen, I'm just glad it's these two. And I mean, I'm Mr. Don't don't (laughs) accuse me. (laughs) You're sleeping on Yannis. (laughs) Uh, If you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many people get the joke. Mm -hmm. (laughs) At this point. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for that spurring that conversation. Um Robert, first time, long time, John. Don't think. Go with the heart again with this. Four and oh because it is happening. Hashtag fifty three wins, hashtag eleven straight, hashtag giddy up. One more. And it's your boy John. Do the right thing and pick That's the Knicks more. to go four and oh this week. This will be a special year on the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Hashtag fifty three wins and hashtag eleven straight. Robert this is peer pressure. This is peer pressure. How much do you believe in your team? Like, how many teams are there? Aren't there like entire seasons that go by where a team doesn't win 11 straight games in a season? Not this season because the Knicks are going to win 11 straight. What odds would I? Okay, here, Mr. Betting and Sweating. Okay. What odds would I have to give you? For the Knicks to go 4 0 this week. They're playing so well right now. Okay, that's, so that's give me, what I would on? give you for four and zero. Would probably be plus three hundred. Though. Oh, that's ridiculous. That that would have to be because you're saying they're going to win four games in a row, and it's not like they're playing for tanking teams. You know? Oh, you're saying the odds are too low? Yes, I think I uh, would. Ne- I would. Ne- would no, people would jump on it. You're right. You'd probably get plus a thousand for that. Yeah. Okay. That's more like it. Robert's saying 25 to 1 in the chat. That's too high. That's too high. But no, plus 1,000. More I think about it. I 3 and 1 would probably be plus 500 and then 2 to 1 for 2 and 2. Plus yeah, 2. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the Warriors, they shoot the shit out of the ball. I understand they're bad on the road and they don't actually, have staff, but like. Actually, you'd probably get 2 and 2 would probably be the favorite this week. No, I think three and three and one. So it's it's Chicago, Golden State. It's Golden State, Toronto, Chicago. The, the Toronto game worries me a lot because that team is struggling like no like nobody's business right now. And it's mm-hmm. like I always fear the struggling team that that there is like there's there's good culture somewhere in there, and there's also like good talent. <laughs> like they're 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 a good they have good talent on the team. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. One more came in. 
Great. Oh, Dean, what's going on, buddy? I can't wait to see the home crowd Wednesday, my time. How huge would it be in New York over the next week to keep the streak riding? It would be amazing. It'd be amazing. I, I like... I remember the nine-game winning streak so vividly, and my, my memories from that streak are so steeped in when I would sit in front of my computer in, in, my, in my laundry room at my old house, and just with every additional win being like, this can't be real. This can't be real. This can't be real. This team was picked to win no games. This can't be real. And this, it's, it's just weird because like, do you know what the difference is? I guess as for as bad as things had been earlier this season, the, the team we're watching right now, it doesn't feel like it's fool's gold and it doesn't feel like, they're playing so far above their heads. Nine in a row with Alfred Payton starting a point guard. Like, yeah, like it felt man, like how how is this happening? Not oh my god, it's happening. Yeah, you know? they have they have two guys right now that are whether whether Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle are top X players in the league. They are both playing like top at worst top forty players, and so they have two of those guys, and then. Everybody else is just doing their jobs, and like Mitchell Mitchell Robinson is is playing like an all defense guy. Like RJ Barrett is playing like the best number three in the league. There, there's your there's your compliment, RJ RJ lovers. Finally, now um, that that winning streak was life changing for us personally because of yeah, it's like what we do professionally. But you know, as a Knicks fan, it was like, oh wow, this. Haven't had felt haven't felt like this yeah, in a mir- while. Miracles are real. This doesn't feel like a miracle. This feels like a team that's good and it's finding itself. Finally. Um, anyway, thanks, Dean. That was good. Rob. Robert, Robert one more. Yeah, Robert, one more. Thank you, Dean. Look forward to next week at the town hall, by the way. Give your adorable baby a kiss from us. Mm-hmm. Uh Robert Cross, is it fair and reasonable to say that there was too much thinking? If so, four and is the way to go. Hashtag giddy up. I always strive for less thinking on here. Four and O's, the way to go. My God, this is so sad. I'm looking at the I have the Laker game on TV. It's about to start against the Wizards. Mm-hmm. The starting lineup that that LeBron James is in the middle of. Oh no, it's just it's not what you want. Poor LeBron. Um, said no one ever, and not me. Uh, okay, you want to do the point guard thing real quick? Yeah, here, hold on. Let me get the comment off the screen. Thank you, Robert, for all your contributions, as always. Sir. Yeah, seriously, Robert. You're, okay. You're, you're the MVP of these things. So I'm just going to make... When we get to 10, we're done. All right? So Can I'm going to... Oh, you want to do it? I want to do it. Okay. John's doing it. Um, So I'm going to... If a guy it could even conceivably be in the maybe category, as in definitely not... Like, not definitely higher, not definitely lower, mm-hmm. I'm just going to... I'm going to put him in the maybe category, okay? Mm-hmm. So Drew Holiday, maybe. Uh, Marcus Smart, I pretty, pretty clearly would rather have Jalen Brunson, but I'll put him in the maybe category out of respect. Darius Garland, can I put him in the maybe category? Yes, maybe. Kyrie, I know, would you rather have or is he better than? Is the thing is he better than this year? I think Kyrie's better, but I would say that you would rather have Jalen Brunson than Kyrie. But we'll put him in the maybe for now. Put, put him in the maybe, maybe for now. <laughs> James Harden. <laughs> maybe category. Maybe. So we have five maybe. <laughs> so far. Uh, the West is where you're going to find them. Though. I know. He's better than Kyle Lowry. 
Um, uh, yeah. Good job, Tra- Matt Riley. Trey Young, maybe category. Maybe that that was the whole thing. Kevin Kevin's comment was Tyrese Halliburton, maybe category. After tonight, I take Jalen Brunson. This was not Halliburton's best game, but thanks no. to the Knicks defense for that and Quentin Grimes, who guarded him the whole game, uh, most of the game. Uh, he he's been better than Van Vliet this year. Um, he's I don't know who the Bulls point guard is. But he's better than that player. Uh, he's Washington, Orlando, Detroit. Goran uh, Dragic. Okay, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, Lamelo Ball I, has played three games this year. I don't know how to assess that, but maybe, a, maybe being generous, that would be maybe. So I'm okay. going to need you to put solidify one or two above Brunson now because you basically just said he's maybe the best point guard in the East. In the East. Well, the the interesting question is who gets vote. Who's who are the who's going to get voted in at the guard spots? It's going to be Donovan Mitchell and. Probably Jalen Brown. Oh. Uh, now, here's the crazy part about this season. The Knicks, shout out Fred Katz, texted us earlier. They're 15 of their next 18 games are against teams under 500. Knicks roll into all-star voting. 12 games over 500. Maybe Jalen Brown is starting hush, the all-star game. Hush, hush, <laughs> hush your mouth. Um, all right. John Morant is better. Um, CJ McCollum is technically the Pelicans starting point guard um, not having a good shooting season put him in the maybe category um, Jamal Murray is not having a good season put him in the in the maybe category because I do want to give him the benefit of the doubt he's still working his way back from injury the whole thing Chris Paul fuck off um, <clears throat> Darren Fox um that's a maybe because I could hear both sides. Fox has been so good. Yeah, that's why it's a maybe. But I also Jalen Brunson has been so good. Uh, Dame is better. Dame's better. Dame's better. And if you uh, don't think Dame is, Anthony Simons is better. What? Well, okay, Anthony Simons would be in the maybe. Dame is better. Yeah, it's, it's, Dame's better. So we got, is, so we got J- Dame and Jaws so far. Okay. Uh, Clippers, no. Uh, Jazz, no. Um, is Luca da- Dallas's point guard? Yes. Okay. So that's three. Uh, Steph, Steph four. Steph four. Um, Minnesota, no. Clipper, uh, Lakers, no. Uh, SGA is better. So that's five. And then San Antonio, Houston. So there are five point guards that we like don't have to think about are better than Jalen Brunson. And then we had, what, eight in the maybe or nine in the maybe or so? Eight or nine in so the maybe. Sp- so split the difference. Sure. He's a top 10 NBA point guard. That was a fun exercise. That was fun. I think the I think the more f- not fun exercise because I don't think this would be fun. I think this would be painstaking. But like the conversation about like you're going into a seven game series against a team that is a legitimate championship contender. Who would you rather have? And it's like then it gets into like well, Jalen Brunson is God's gift to Knicks fans everywhere and always will be. Um, you'd rather have Drew Holiday like easily. Uh, not on this team, I wouldn't. But again, a championship contender. That's why. That's why it's a more complicated conversation. Because it's, yeah, you you need to. You don't not starting put, your okay. Team how about this? Put it this way. Holiday. Put it this way. Would the would the Bucks 
No, but they think Giannis. about yeah, the, yeah. The they person they're treating, they're, the person they would consider trading because of role and what yeah, he exactly. does is Middleton. If they're trading for Brunson, but that's also that a either, different thing because he runs their pick and. But that's my point: is like if you are a ready-made championship contender and you are built to win the championship this year in 2023. Mm-hmm. Whoa, someone is some of those like my take. She clearly like, doesn't want you to trade Jalen Brunson for like, Drew Holiday. The Bucks are not trading Holiday for Brunson. The Celtics are not trading Smart for for Brunson. Um, uh, they're not. They're not. This year they might. They've they're not. I don't. They've think largely no. gone to to Brogdon over him in certain situations. So you're saying Brock, they trade? They'd make the trade and then make Brogdon the starting point guard to basically be split twenty four well, minutes. Twenty four minutes. Twenty four exactly. Twenty four minutes. Since, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. Now the Knicks would never do that, so that's, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, um, yeah, no, that's again. Th- th- these are silly theoretical conversations, but like that, I think that that is where the conversation gets more interesting, and even like a conversation about like Atlanta. Like Trey has not had a good year. He might be the worst defensive player in the sport. The whole thing, for better or worse, they have built their whole team around him. Now, could you make an argument that, like, with Jonathan Murray there, maybe they would be better with Jalen Brunson? I, it, it's so tough evaluating Trey because when Trey's on, I don't know how you do it. It's one of the most impactful players. Yeah, it, it's it's like having. Well, if Mahomes is good, then then you know we're scoring forty tonight, but. If he's not, then Mahomes doesn't have to play uh, middle linebacker. So that's the comp. But my point is, like, he is an automatic, well-run offense when he's on. You know, and and the stats very clearly say that a if you have Trey Young in your team, you are a top, you're just top five offense. Yeah, you know, if he's if he's on, and he's been on for most of his career. Okay, that was a good way to end it. Um, Anything else before we get out of here? Uh, one thing from me, I just want to say thank you to everyone that reached out this week. Um, for those who missed it, I caught a pretty nasty case of COVID last week. I would also like to thank John and Jeremy and Benji and the entire KFS team, Justin and and um, Justin and Sean for how they filled in for me this week. Uh, and a little behind the scenes, and John knows this because he was there for it. Uh, the three-part cap or no cap that you guys did last Monday. I was there in the beginning of it. And then I texted you guys, I can't stand up. I'm going to go lay down. And it's funny, the Zoom file that exists for me to go and edit has like an hour. Because what I texted you both was, it was what? Like, just log off Zoom. I'll come back to it later and log off and then start editing. There's like two hours of just nothing. Because that's how long it was when I finally oh, woke up. Yeah. That's unfortunate. It was. But it got up and Michael has his flu game. I have my COVID edit. And, you know, I, I'm thankful to for the team for, for picking up the slack in the meantime. Um, can I end with a quick stat? Um, yeah, sure. Dead. I'll, I'll put in the newsletter tomorrow. But... That's my as my youngest daughter is up because she's my shout out to my youngest daughter. She's you're not the only one playing hurt this week. She uh she's had a stomach oh no. Something did she puke? Oh my god. Damn it. All right. I'll end with this stat and I'm gonna go. Um over the last 13 games, which is when the Knicks introduced their new starting lineup. Uh best net rating in the NBA, Memphis Grizzlies, nine point three, plus nine point three. Second best net rating in the NBA, New York Knicks, eight and three. Um 
much closer or closer to the first place Grizzlies than the third place Pelicans, who are at plus six point seven. Uh, Knicks are good. Now do defense. Knicks are uh, number in the, one in those in those thirteen games. Yeah. Well, if you're doing those thirteen games, yeah, they're number three. Yeah, uh, we, we did Cleveland. the same, quite literally the same stat in the pregame show. No, well, it's getting same better. brain. All right. By the way, by the way, one more. Dom Cappuccini, are we feeling better about 43 plus wins again officially? LOL or too soon? No, we're feeling great about it. I feel great about it. That was my that was always my high watermark, and I like it. I like it even even more today. All right. Here we go. Download the WinBet app or visit www.winbet.com to start winning. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100, download, bet, win. Go and listen to Robert Cross's advice. Put money on the Knicks. All four games this week. Money line, um, spread, the whole thing, and you won't be disappointed. And do it at winbet.com. Thank you, everybody, for watching another... <laughs> live stream, post game live stream. And if you're listening tomorrow, don't forget uh, subscribe, rate, review, like the thing, all of the stuff. Andrew Claudio, you're amazing. Fans, you are amazing. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Talk to you soon. Peace out. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.